0: The Book of Revelation Unveiled Chapter 9, The Everlasting Kingdom of God Jesus tells us to pray to our Heavenly Father, Your kingdom come, Matthew 6, verse 10. He also tells us, Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, verse 33. What is the kingdom of God that it should be our highest priority in life? Is it simply a new or different administrative system directed by faithful servants of God? Or does it exceed our previous concepts of what a kingdom is? The Apostle Paul went right to the heart of the matter by explaining that flesh and blood, physical human beings, cannot inherit the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 50 The kingdom of God is the family of immortal beings, God and all his children. Those whom God adds to his family will inherit and oversee all things God has created. Revelation 21 verse 7 Speaking of this destiny of man, the book of Hebrews tells us, For that he, God the Father, put all in subjection under him, man, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not yet see all things put under him. Hebrews 2 verse 8 Revelation 21 verse 22 describes the time when all things will be under those who enter the kingdom of God. How then does a human being enter the kingdom? Paul explains, This perishable body must be clothed with the imperishable, and what is mortal with immortality. And when this perishable body has been clothed with the imperishable, and our mortality has been clothed with immortality, Then the saying of the scripture will come true. Death is swallowed up. Victory is won. 1 Corinthians 15 verses 53 through 54. Revised English Bible. The kingdom of God is something human beings can enter only by receiving the gift of eternal life as children of God. Notice something essential for receiving the gift of eternal life. At that time, disciples came to Jesus saying, Who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then Jesus called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them, and said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 18, verses 1-4 A necessary conversion, a transformation of our way of thinking, is needed. This transformation is possible only through the kind of humility that produces genuine repentance, which, after acknowledgment through the ceremony of baptism, can be completed through the gift of God's Spirit working in our lives. Acts 2 verse 38 As mankind's Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, paved the way for us to inherit the kingdom of God by opening the door of eternal life through the forgiveness of sin. That required His first coming, To be devoted to teaching and explaining repentance and allowing himself to be crucified for the sins of humanity. That is why, Mark wrote, After John was put in prison, Jesus went to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe the good news. Mark 1, verses 14-15, NIV. At his first coming, Jesus trained disciples who would, after his crucifixion and resurrection, help establish his church. He came the first time to lay the foundation for the establishing of the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ will return to establish that kingdom on earth at his second coming, at last bridging the peace mankind has always longed for but never achieved. At that time, the first fruits of God's spiritual harvest, James 1 18, John 4 35 36, will receive eternal life and enter the kingdom. These spiritual firstfruits will then reign with Christ until the last phase of God's judgment, when the final separation of the righteous from the wicked is complete. Revelation 21 verse 22 describes, at that point, a new and dramatically different heaven and earth. Revelation 21 verse 22 describes, at that point, a new and dramatically different heaven and earth. It is also at that point that all children of God, all who inherit eternal life in the kingdom of God, begin to experience the fullness of their salvation. What will it be like? The Community of God's Children Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth. John writes about the new transformed heaven and the new transformed earth. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth in their former state, had passed away. Also there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, preparing as a bride adored for her husband. Revelation 21, verses 1-2 through This description of God's immortal children is that of a family community grown large enough to inhabit a city 1,500 miles square and equally as high. Verse 16 NRSV This community is described as a bride, the Lamb's wife, verse 9, who will be subject in everything to Christ as her husband. Ephesians 5 verse 24 This wonderful city will be the home of God's family. He will dwell with them and they shall be His people. Revelation 21 verse 3 The peace, harmony, and contentment in the family community of the saved will be so great that there will be no death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Verse 4. All who previously chose to reject the way of life that produces love, peace, and cooperation will already have perished in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Verse 8. God describes the nature of the city of New Jerusalem it is depicted as having been built of the finest and most valuable materials. It is exquisitely adorned like a bride wearing the finest of jewelry. It reflects the very glory of God. Verses 9 through 11, 18 through 21. This family community is organized under the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel, with its twelve foundations having on them the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. Verses 12 and 14. Clearly, This is the end result of what God began with Abraham, the father of the family, that became ancient Israel. And that was only a forerunner of the eternal family, the family of all those who believe. Romans 4 verse 11. The light illuminating from Jerusalem comes from God. Revelation 21 verse 24. Nothing that defiles or causes an abomination or lie will ever be allowed to enter it. A Summary of the Story of Man When God created Adam and Eve, the first human beings, He placed them in a garden with the Tree of Life. The fruit of that tree represented the way of life God wanted them to accept and follow. But near the Tree of Life was another tree, a tree whose fruit represented a mixture of good and evil. God commanded them to avoid the second tree. He would have preferred to spare them from reaping the fruits of the way of life that is a mixture of good and evil. But Eve's curiosity overwhelmed her. She yielded to the deceptive influence of that serpent of old, then persuaded Adam to join her in tasting the fruit of evil. All of mankind has followed them in that choice. The end result is the nearly unimaginable human tragedy depicted in the book of Revelation. But God is in no way defeated by this turn of events. He planned and intends to complete the redemption and salvation of all who will repent. When all is said and done, the community of the repentant people will fill the vast city of Jerusalem described in chapter 21. In Revelation 22, we see the community of the saved in a setting similar to that of Adam and Eve. In New Jerusalem is a river flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life. Verses 1 through 2 in IV. The biblical story of man begins in the Garden of Eden with his rejection of the Tree of Life. It closes with God's immortal family dwelling together before His throne while enjoying the fruits of the Tree of Life. It is the kind of fruit, the product of righteous relationships, that will make eternal life worth living. John writes, The angel said to me, These words are trustworthy and true. The Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, Sent his angel to show his servants the things that must soon take place. Verse 6 NIV Our world is confused and deceived, but it won't forever remain that way. Jesus Christ gave us the book of Revelation to inspire confidence, hope, and a clear purpose in life to all those who believe and serve the living God. Jesus himself personally utters Revelation's closing message And behold, I am coming quickly and my reward is with me, to give to everyone according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. I, Jesus, have sent my angels to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. Verses 12-13 and 16 John ends with these words, Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Verses 20 and 21. This wonderful future can be yours. You too can become one of God's immortal children, a member of His eternal family in the kingdom of God. You must, however, experience true repentance, receive God's Spirit, and learn how to keep the commandments of God by refusing to be entangled in the ways of this present evil world, Acts 2, verse 38, Revelation 12, verse 17, and 2 Peter 2, verses 20-21. To learn more about how you can accomplish this, be sure to download or request your free copy of The Ten Commandments, What is Your Destiny, and The Road to Eternal Life. And for a broader look at biblical prophecy, please be sure to download or request The United States and Britain in Biblical Prophecy the Middle East in Bible prophecy. Are we living in the end time? And you can understand Bible prophecy. Thanks for listening to The Everlasting Kingdom of God, Chapter 9 of the booklet, The Book of Revelation Unveiled. For the rest of this booklet, please visit ucg.org.